thank you so much, everyone, for joining me this morning. We are back with the Morrison Report, and today we are live. Well, I guess it won't be live by the time you see it, but we are with Betty Cathro. She is a real estate agent in the glorious Barbados. Betty, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Well, thank you for having me, Deval. Perfect. Um, <laughs> awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and yeah. Okay, Debel. So who is Betty? Um, well, I, I think the first thing I would say is that I am Barbadian. So I was born in Barbados. I've lived here all my life, um, except for a foray in Canada when I was at university there. Um, my career in real estate started about 22 years ago, funnily enough, with the same company I work with now. And um, in those days, we were um, partnered with Ernst & Young. So I started in real estate advisory, which um, kind of leveraged on my background of finance, fell in love with real estate. And um, now I specialize in sales and long-term rentals on the island. Um, I also thought it would be interesting to share that, you know, one of my favorite things about my job is that I get to meet people from all over the world. Um, many of them are very well-traveled and could choose to buy real estate, um, you know, any of the many places that they have visited, but they're choosing my island. And um, I like to ask why Barbados, because I find it just so fascinating. Um, and often what they tell me reaffirms how fortunate I am to live here. So it's it's a great business to be in. Um, and uh, obviously on a place like Barbados, even better. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm curious, what are people telling you overall is their reason for buying in Barbados? What, what is it that they like there specifically from anywhere else? Well, you know what? Always, I mean, time and time again, I would have to say about 90% of people, um, they tell me it is because of the people. And I just find that amazing. You know, you think maybe it might be the beaches or, you know, all the great activities and restaurants, but like more often than not, it's because of the people. We're very fortunate. We have, you know, we have a lovely, friendly culture and um, people from all walks of life get along. Um, and that's really special. Perfect. That's great. You're right. That is absolutely special. So which takes me to you have a little tour that you're going to do for us today, which I'm super excited about. So tell us where, where you are and how much and all the good stuff. Right. Well, I thought it would be fun. I mean, you can't you can't have an interview in Barbados without showing the beach. Right. So um, we have many beachfront properties. And uh, one of the ones um, that I wanted to show you today is a bit different. It's called O2. And it's um, it's it's really for someone that wants to own in Barbados, but just doesn't want the headaches. So they don't want to necessarily live here all year but they want to be able to come and enjoy the beach and the island um, and have somebody else look after everything for them. Um, so O2 is actually a new resort, um, very recently completed. Um, it is all inclusive, but you can own um, an apartment here. Um, and um, you there's no restrictions on the amount of time you can use the apartment. There are there are certain windows when you can only use two weeks of that period, like in our very, very peak seasons. 
But effectively, it means that, you know, if you wanted to spend a lot of time in Barbados, you could just go on a cruise for two weeks or, you know, go to another hotel or what have you. Um, and uh, right now we have an amazing um, apartment here, which is a great deal. It's a resale and it's at 350,000 US. So I just thought that was a great deal to be on the beach. Um, and uh, they have a few others. So the developer is actually selling a select few. So there are a few other others available. They start in the range of um, just mid 400s. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just thought it'd be kind of fun. So yeah. um, I'm not going to give you a tour around the full thing. Because um, but I just thought it would be fun to show you some of the views. So yeah. you've got a um, you can see this is an open plan kitchen. And I'm going to turn you around here because you've got your living space. So nice, comfortable living space. I was just sitting over there at the indoor dining. Yeah. Um, but of course, the best part, let's hope the light adjusts. Yeah. Is nice, large terrace. Oh, I can see that water. You can? Okay, good. Oh, my God. I'm getting shivers right now. <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful today. The winter weather has set in. Can you see that? Oh, yeah. I can see that. Can you see the beach and everything? Oh, yeah, I could see it. It's beautiful. Yeah. So this is the resort. Um, and, you know, as an owner, you can choose to opt in to the um, to the all inclusive or you can just use your home um, and cook there and go to the many restaurants close by, because this is actually in um, St. Lawrence Gap, which is a really popular gap in Barbados. And um, so great location. But the truth is, I actually came here recently as a treat with my family, and um, I didn't want to leave. <laughs> it was so <laughs> awesome. It really was. Got, they have really lovely, lovely staff, and the food is amazing. They have a number of restaurants. So mm. it's just nice to just sit back, relax, and have the beach at your doorstep, you know? Yes, absolutely. And that's a good price point for sure. And that unit that you're in, does that have one or two bedrooms? Um, the one that I am in is actually a two bedroom, okay. um, but you can lock off one bedroom and um, yeah. And so I guess you can't really re-rent that to somebody else. You're buying it and using it for a certain number of weeks, correct? Um, right. So it's not for you to run because basically the um, management company, they rent, rent it out. So you actually, um, our uh, owners, who um, like a few of them that have been reselling have been giving us um, their historic returns. Um, and effectively, they haven't had to put in, you know, normally if you own a condo, you're going to have to put in a certain number um, for condo fees every month and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, well, here, his, historically, um, they don't have to send money in. They come to Barbados and there's a little money in the kitty for them to kind of enjoy while they're here. Um and the developers now, obviously, they've, they've just, because this, the property I'm in was standalone before, and now it's been included in this new resort. And um, so the existing developers are giving some um, uh, historic projections, but um, basically, uh, you know, because they've only now opened their doors, Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to see how it goes, but the developer is really well known, very experienced in the hotel industry. Um, so I think it's a great opportunity if you just want hassle-free ownership 
And right. the fact that really, you know, chances are you're not going to have to send in money every month, you know? Right. Cool. Yeah, that's that sounds really interesting for sure. Yeah. And that was it's three hundred and fifty-two thousand. You said for that. Uh... Three, yeah, three hundred fifty thousand. Okay, and that's U.S. dollars, correct? Correct. Okay, perfect. It's always good to figure out what currency we're talking about. Yes. Interesting. That's great. So, how would you say overall the real estate market is doing um, in Barbados? Um, well. As I think I've spoken to you about before, yeah. uh, in Barbados, we don't have a central repository for statistics. We don't have like an MLS system or anything like that. But Terra Caribbean, where I work, is one of the largest um, agencies on the island. Um, so what we do is we track our statistics and we figure that that gives an indication of the market. Um so, and I'm I'm actually really involved in those reports because of my financial background, and I just love to crunch the numbers. Um, so when um, when we crunched the numbers for Q3 and compared them um, to prior years, um, we had two record years ending um, June each year, hmm. um, and this year we are even further up on those numbers. Hmm. Um, so our transactions, as far as I remember, remember are about 17% up um, wow. from last year. And um, when I took a deep dive into that, the actual revenue is also more than 50% up. So I thought, ooh, what does that mean? Does that mean that the prices are increasing or, or what does it mean? But actually, prices have not increased. What has ended up happening is that we have had more transactions at higher values. So oh, okay. we've had about double the number of transactions above 2.5 million as we yep. did the year prior, um, which I think is quite interesting, you know? Now, would you attribute that to the fact that for a couple of years in the pandemic, so many people around the world were locked down and now they're no longer locked down. So now they are willing to come out and buy. Would you think that that's a factor? Well, I think when COVID hit, um, there were a lot of vendors that thought, shoot, you know what, I need to be realistic about my price. So they adjusted their prices. And in some cases, they would have adjusted the prices downward. And what happened is that those prices then kind of met the demand. Um, and um, Obviously, during the heat of COVID, it was difficult for people to come out and really view property and really experience the island. Um, so now, you know, the world is back to normal as such, mm -hmm. really. Um, and I'm sure that that has been a factor. Um, also, um, I think worth noting as well is we had our government implemented something called the welcome stamp very early on so we were one of the first ones to have the digital nomad type visa yeah and it was a huge huge success it really helped barbados in such a difficult time um and we had a huge surge in demand for medium and long-term rentals during that period when obviously our short-term rentals were non-existent mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And what it did is it actually exposed Barbados to a lot of people that would never have considered coming to Barbados. So mm -hmm. we have, um, traditionally, Barbados is, I think, one of the highest number of repeat visitors in the Caribbean. Wow. You know, so I have some clients that say, oh, well, we've been coming for 40 years every year yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. But 
this welcome stamp and COVID meant that people in other parts of the world that really had never considered Barbados, but now were stuck, you know, at home and they really needed some something, they um, some new experience, they ended up coming to Barbados. And the good news is that they loved it. And some of them have also then um, turned into buyers as well. Hmm. Um, and if they're not buyers, they've told their friends about it, you know, so we really have been exposed to a whole new market. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the other thing I think is really interesting is that now, you know, people used to wait until they were retired, you know, until they, I mean, sometimes they would buy before thinking of retirement. But now that people are quite mobile, they can buy, they can come and enjoy the um, the island during the winter months or whenever, and then they can rent out when they're not here because they can still work, you know, digitally. So that that's really helpful. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, because of that, are you seeing people rent for longer time periods? So, for example, I've noticed with requests, people aren't just coming for a week. They might be coming for two or three weeks. But then I also hear of people who actually want to be there for three and four months. So are you finding that people are now staying longer because of that? Yeah, we definitely, because traditionally in Barbados, we either had short-term rentals or long-term and most of our long-term were 12 months, mm-hmm. whereas now we definitely do. We have some people looking for, you know, three months, four months, six months, more than would have, we would have had in the past. Definitely. Wow. So how has that changed your rental market then? Well, you know what? We are in um, a bit of a bind at the moment because a lot of the inventory that would have come to the market during COVID, so short-term rental villas, yeah. They said, well, you know, obviously we can't rent short term. So they moved into the mid long term to um, meet the demand that we were having from the welcome stampers. Mm-hmm. But now the short term uh, renters have returned to Barbados. So they have those villas have now transitioned back into short term. And meanwhile, when we look at our numbers for 2019 versus today, our the number of um, requests that we're getting um, and the number of transactions are higher than in 2019. Wow. And we only have so much stock. Yeah. So we have people looking and um, it's tough. You know, it's really, really tough because we just don't have enough stock. Wow. Which is very frustrating as a real estate agent. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's an opportunity, right? If people, you know, were thinking about renting out, now's the time. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I've certainly noticed on my rental, lots of people are renting it. Um, and so well into 2023. So the oh, demand good. is down. Yeah, the demand is definitely there. Are you seeing in terms of that short term rental market? I guess that is growing now simply because people can travel. Are you seeing the rent, the nightly rates increase because of that? Well, my specialty is not short-term rental, but we do have a sister company um, called Blue Sky Luxury, and they Ah. specialize in like luxury villas and that sort of thing. Um, So I do check in with them all the time because it's important to know what's going on with the market. Mm -hmm. And there was a there was a um, a surge. So we're coming into our high season now, as you would imagine, right? Christmas through to April when it's cold in so many parts of the world. Yeah. Um, so last year we had a bumper year because I think there was a lot, there were a lot of people that had planned to come to Barbados. They couldn't, so they deferred their trips. Right. Right. So we had, we really had unprecedented demand. 
And again, this year, um, demand is not as high as that, but it is it is higher than it would have been, say, in 2019 or or um, very close to. So it has it has adjusted back to that. So yeah. I wouldn't say that rates have necessarily increased. Okay. Um, but if um, with the medium and the long term rentals, a medium term rental is usually higher rate than a long term. Right. So it's nice, you know, if, if a landlord is open to it, then they can um, certainly um, leverage on that, which is great. Devel, can you hear the drilling? Let me go and shut the door. I can't hear anything. <laughs> oh, you can? Oh, no, no, at all. Oh, okay. It's drilling outside. <laughs> so I'm curious. I mean, in Canada, interest rates are rising. Around the world, they're going up. Um, grocery prices are rising. Uh, flight prices are certainly rising. Are you seeing any of those effects in Barbados? Yeah, I mean, they're bound to impact us. Mm -hmm. um, I would say that, um, you know, again, Barbados does have a cachet. And because of COVID, people do val value their family time and, you know, the whole villa experience. Um, you know, they really do place a lot of value on that. Mm -hmm. And I think that people are thinking carefully about how they're spending their money. And if it is, if it does mean that they can have quality family time, that's hugely valuable. It's right. a shame that the price of those things is going up. Um, but I still think that, you know, people are coming to Barbados because they know it's a very special experience for them and a very special memory. Right. Um, we also tend to have, um, you know, a lot of cash buyers. Um, a few do finance, but really most of our foreign buyers are cash buyers, mm -hmm. which is great. Yeah. Um, and um, trying to think what else I was going to say. Um, About grocery prices? Oh, no, I was going to say that um, one thing that, you know, we are watching carefully is that the a lot of our buyers are from the uk mm -hmm. and the um pound is very weak at the moment mm -hmm. so that certainly could have an impact on on the island however we also on the flip side have uk vendors so if they sell in us dollars they're ending up with more pounds oh. see what i mean so yeah, totally. you know, it's interesting from that perspective um and then one other thing that I think is really interesting is, funnily enough, we're getting a lot of demand from Canadians. Um, I've seen increasing demand from Canadians for sure recently. Right. Yeah, I think it's a lot of Canadians are not loving the vibe in Florida anymore. And so they're oh. looking for other places to go. So I've certainly heard that from a lot of, you know, empty nesters, retirees in Canada that they're not they're not loving the politics of Florida anymore. And so they're ah, looking right. for their locations. And in Barbados, it's great. As you said, the people are awesome. Everybody's yeah. happy. It's same the great weather. Everyone speaks English. So, you know, I think that, that that's a factor as well, too, for sure. Yeah. Good. Well, it's nice to hear because you you obviously know your real estate and you've been in lots of places in the world. Yeah, absolutely. You Barbados. <laughs> I, I love Barbados. I mean, I, I'm coming in a few weeks and I, I can't wait. Like I'm literally going to bed at night dreaming of lying in my bed at my place in Barbados and hanging oh, out wow. with my friends. And 
I love it. And I know my friends are going to love it. So it's awesome. Yeah. Can you take us through what the buying process is like for someone to purchase a place in Barbados? What does that look like? Sure. Um, so in Barbados, you it's not like in Canada, uh, where you make an offer and it's accepted and um, money passes immediately. So you have a secure deal at that point. Um, in Barbados, you uh, do make an offer. And um, once it's accepted, there is a period of time um, where you have to contract with a local lawyer and the um, purchaser's lawyer and the vendor's lawyer um, will work back and forth on the draft sales contract. And then once that is agreed, then you would be putting your 10% down and signing the agreement. And then after that, um, there's a period where there's a title search and um, and that sort of thing. And then you would be putting your 90% down on closing. Um, sales uh, traditionally would have taken maybe about three months to close. Yeah. Um, but we are finding that sales are taking a little bit longer um, at the moment. Um, and I think that one thing that I'm always encouraging my purchasers and my vendors on is that when you have a deal that is agreed, really push your attorney to make sure that you get that 10% down and you sign the agreement because you really are not secure until that, you know? Wow. Um, so that's important. Yeah. Wow. So would you say 120 days is a better time to be closing versus 90 days? Or even longer than 120. Yeah, I mean, recently I've actually had some super fast sales when you've got motivated vendor and motivated uh, purchaser on both sides, and and both lawyers are really pushing. Um, but yeah, I would say I would say four months is probably a better I guess if it's a cash purchase and yeah. you've got um, like clear title, uh, no complications, and um, you know efficient attorneys on both sides as well. Right. Now, what does the process look like if you're trying to sell a property in Barbados? How does that work? What we tend to do is, you know, you would obviously contact your realtor and um, we will go and um, have a look at the property, talk to our team, look for comparables, very much like what you guys would do. Um, and then we would recommend a listing price. Um, and um, once the property goes on the market, uh, you can either list what's called exclusively, where you list with one agency. Um, and sometimes people from um, from abroad find that that is a better solution for them because they've got one point of contact in Barbados. And that point of contact then makes sure that they get maximum exposure. They will sublist that on with other agencies um, in many cases. So you still get, you know, you still get a full stretch of the market. Um, but you're just dealing with one agency and it's a clear, consistent message. Um, or you can list non-exclusively where you list with a number of different agencies on the island. Um, and just like in, in Canada, obviously, there would be various showings. And once a deal is agreed, um, then you um, your attorney would take over. I definitely recommend that you make sure that your attorney has all the paperwork that's needed in advance so that they can move quickly towards contract. Right. But so if you can have multiple agents selling the same property, I guess you could be in that situation where you've got a breakdown of communication where one agent's got somebody, they're trying to get the contract in and the other agent is like, hey, wait a second. But I like, how does that work? That's crazy to me. 
Yeah, I know. It's not like how it works in Canada, is it? And yeah. it, is, it, it can get complicated because at the end of the day, if you're a good agent, the minute you get an offer, you're getting on the phone to the vendor immediately yeah. um, because you don't know if an offer has come in from anyone else, you know, yeah. any other agency. But it, it does get messy. It does get messy. Yeah, that's very difficult. I mean, I guess also it's difficult because you don't have a centralized MLS system, which would be, I know when I was looking for property, I was just like Googling everything I possibly could. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. And remember when you were looking as well, one of the challenges that we have is that not every website is kept fully up to date. Yeah. So sometimes you see property and you think, oh, this is fabulous. But then when it's researched, it's no longer on the market. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, um, some, in some cases, an offer was agreed some time back and it just hasn't been taken off the website. So a lot of time can be wasted. Um, yeah. And I think that's where, you know, working with an agent on the island adds like a lot of value. Yeah. Because they, know, they know what you're looking for. They can do the research for you and present properties that are truly available and truly, you know, ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. Can you take us through sort of the difference in pricing between houses versus condos on the island? Sure. Um, I mean, what I, I would say one of the big drivers in Barbados um, is location, which I'm sure is the same as in Toronto. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, on beach is one price. Close to beach is another price. Right. And then inland is another price. And the reason for that is that you know, many um, overseas buyers are looking for close to beach or on beach. So locals would be competing against a foreign buyer as well in that in that space. Um, right. I mean, we have houses on the island um, that are in our portfolio that are around 200,000 US. Um, and we also have condos that are around that same thing. It just depends on size. Like, the, you know, the house I'm thinking of is like a two bedroom, whereas the condo would be more like a one bedroom in, a, you know, a place like Rockley or what have you. Right. And then in terms of the upper end, um, it, the sky, the sky's the limit. You know, we had um, one of our flagship properties sold last year, um, close to 50 million U.S. Yeah. Is that on the beach? Yes. <laughs> Always on the beach. Yeah. I just, it's so funny. So, I mean, I love to run on the beach. And so what I love to do is run on the beach and look at the houses. Yes. <laughs> and so, you know, I always joke to my friends, I've sort of picked out which house is going to be mine one day from my yeah. you know, beach runs. And I'm like, that's the one that I want. <laughs> I know, I know. And, you know, working in my industry, often I have to pinch myself. You go into some of these houses and, you know, you look out at the ocean and you just think, wow, you know, yeah. you can get it. You can understand why people want to be here. It's really. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean. Although I'm a little bit skittish about being on the beach because of climate change. Um, that's one of the things that I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to be on the water because in case anything bad happens. So that's why for me, I just wanted to be close to the beach, but not on the beach. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the trends that we've seen recently, um, and I don't know if it's from COVID, but uh, a place like Sunset Crest where you bought, I mean, yeah. Deval, it is in such demand. Like, yeah. When you bought, you you definitely knew how to choose. Let's put it that way. Because when we have Sunset Crest properties come on the market now, they yeah. go really quickly. 
like really, really quickly. And people are valuing the fact that they can just walk everywhere. Yeah. Um, and it's easy. You can walk to the beach. You can walk to the supermarket. You can walk to all the nice restaurants yep. and the shopping and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, the communities like that have really increased in demand. Interesting. I mean, it's funny because I remember with our house, I think you had mentioned it to us first and we were like, oh, no, no, no. We're going to go look at something else first. Yes. <laughs> And we looked at something else first. We made an offer and they didn't sign it back. Yes. And then it was like, oh, let's go back to the house that Betty mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that street, I bet you, I mean, I, I know you come here often. Yeah. But the street that you're on, if you walk along, like the houses are just getting bought and fixed up one after the next. Wow. Yeah. I've got yeah. great neighbors. I mean, the funny thing is, is that when I posted on Facebook about, the house and where it was, I had somebody I hadn't spoken to in years direct message me on Facebook to say, I own the house across the road from you. What? Yeah. And this is someone that lives in Toronto, right? Who's looking at my Facebook feed, sends me a direct message and it's like, no yeah, way. The house across the road is mine. I'm like, how does that happen? That is so funny. But you know, again, Canadians do like Sunset Crest. Because yeah. I had, um, I, I mean, one of the properties I showed you just around the corner, yes. I recently sold to a Canadian as well. And um, I absolutely love it because he's got four sons yep. who are like, they're like 16, 18, you know, that sort of age. And yeah. he's going to cut, he's already kind of painted it up and everything, but he said he's going to time things that he brings everyone down and that they fix it up together, which I thought was such a fun adventure. Absolutely. It's funny. I was going to ask you about that house because I remember, I think it was a two bedroom, two bathroom, and I think it was around $350,000. Um, I'm trying to remember the one we looked, we looked at a few, but the one I'm talking about was around the corner and it's actually a three bedroom, two bathroom. Okay. It was set on um, set on a, one of the bigger lots in Sunset Crest. So yeah. around 19,000 square feet of land, which is a sizable, but no pool or anything. Yeah. Um, and it was listed at uh, 425,000 US. Um, Ooh, was this the one that was owned by the doctor? Yes. Okay. Yes. And it was pink. And yes. it's now blue. <laughs> oh, cool. So when you come back, you'll see it. Yeah, lovely family, actually. And they'll be here at Christmas. So, okay. um, you know, and they're they're actually bringing family down, too. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it is really interesting to see sort of what people do with the, you know, the, the their houses. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what's considered high season for travelers in Barbados. Well, it would be from December 15th to yeah. April 15th. Okay. And then we have what we call our peak season, which is our Christmas season. Um, so in Barbados, we have so many repeat visitors at Christmas time yeah. to the point that when they leave at Christmas, they actually have rebooked, even rebooked restaurants and things like that. So if, if you're, I mean, I, you know, I tell you that, right? I say, oh, well, yeah. you're coming at that time. Make sure that you've made some reservations. And I tell all my friends just to make life easy, you know, because oh. you don't want to leave it last minute and then you can't get into the restaurant you want or what have you. Yeah. So um, it's important to kind of just do a little bit of homework. Don't just, you know, um, take it by chance. Um, yeah. And um, it's a it's such a vibrant time. Have you been here at Christmas? You have, haven't you? Not Christmas. I usually come just after Christmas. Um, just cause Christmas, I want to stay here with my family. So 
I'm coming literally, I'm coming in December 28th. Last year I came in, I think December 27th. But I mean, right. it's funny that you said that. I mean, I booked some reservations for dinner a few weeks ago. And even so, for example, to get into Lone Star, I could not get a reservation until like January the 5th. And I was booking at the beginning of November. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Lone Star is one of my favorites. And I remember when I brought my friends there last year, they're like, Devel, you need to book this again. This is outstanding. Yes. yes. Yeah. And I mean, we have, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Because we have so many fabulous restaurants. You, would, yeah. you wouldn't dream that they could all get booked up, but I, yeah. I kind of love it. You know, it, it's almost like a, like a season for Barbados, you know, yeah. obviously we don't have those wonderful seasons that you guys have, but right. the island is so vibrant and so much fun and everybody's so happy to be here yeah. and so friendly. And I mean, yes, there's more traffic and yeah, there are more people in the supermarket. So whatever, but it really is um, a fun, fun time to be on the island. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. But you're right about the restaurant reservations. I mean, it's funny. I do have most of them booked, but I literally just looked at the calendar today and was like, ooh, I need one more reservation. How am I going to get that? Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So fun times, you know. Absolutely, for sure. Um, so what areas do you feel are good for investing in Barbados? I would say, I mean, obviously it depends on your budget, but yeah. for sure close to beach or on beach. I mean, there's only, well, on the West or the South coast. Yeah. Um, and there's only so much beach in Barbados, right? Mm -hmm. um, and um, off beach, there are definitely some opportunities as well, especially now that you can rent out. Um, I mean, I don't know you, do you do your rentals yourself? No, no, we have them on Airbnb. You Right. But do you manage that and you just do them on Airbnb or? Well, we have a property manager that's okay. there. So right. she manages it for us. But I mean, it's on Airbnb. She deals with the communication. She meets guests, all that kind of stuff. Oh, perfect. So she makes life easy for you, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So you're just on Airbnb and you're getting all of these great reservations, right? Actually, um, and VRBO, I should say. We, we are on both, but predominantly okay. we get more, more bookings from Airbnb than VRBO. Right. So, um, you know, you can keep your costs quite low for um, for renting out. Um, and then, um, you know, in terms of commissions and things like that, for those types of, of um, properties. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if it's a luxury villa, you know, it would require a much higher level of management and maybe staff in-house. And there are um, companies like Blue Sky Luxury, um, which is our sister company that can do that for you as well. But, um, you know, we while we still have owners who they just want a property for themselves and their family, yeah. I do find that there are a lot of people looking from an investment perspective. They might not want to make a huge amount of money, but they're like, Betty, you know what? We just want to cover our costs or yeah. we want to contribute to our costs. Yeah. Um, we want to be able to come to Barbados and enjoy it, you know? Um, and I think there's a real opportunity for that now, especially with properties that are close to the beach. Right. Everybody wants, you know, everybody wants to be able to just take that little stroll to the beach. And that's where, you know, Sunset Crest is a great great one but we have other many other developments along the west coast um that offer a similar type of thing as a sunset crest any that you can name along the west coast that are similar to sunset crest well truthfully there is nothing like sunset crest because you do have the beach well you have the beach facility which is yeah. nice 
So you don't have to have a pool and you could go and use the communal pool and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but there's some other great little uh, communities. There's one called um, a lot actually by Lone Star um, yeah. called Porter's Court or there's um, Turtle View um, that are little gated communities with townhouses or what have you. Um, not so much standalone houses, though, like Sunset Crest. Right. Um, more tend to be townhouses and that that sort of thing. Mm, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Great. So you did well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, my, my partners seem to think so now that we're there because my partners hadn't um, been to that particular section. They sort of just trusted me that I was like, okay, we have to buy here and specifically this neighborhood. And so it was interesting because, as you know, we bought the house sight unseen. We just had you walking around on on your phone on WhatsApp because we I couldn't know. travel. I know. In those and COVID so, days. But luckily you had seen the area before and you knew yes. Barbados. And yeah. But then, you know, we go to our house for the first time to see it. <laughs> Good. But then, you know, I have to walk my partners around the neighborhood because they don't know where they are. Yes. And so they were like, okay, this is good. We like this. I'm like, oh, yeah. good. So um, they're all comfortable here and all of that sort of thing when they come. Do they come separately to you? Yeah. So one of my partners, she came with her family in May. And then I went down with a couple of my girlfriends in May. And it was interesting to go down in May because so we went down for May long weekend, which is a big time here that people would go away in Toronto. And it was so quiet down there. I wasn't used to it because it had only been during high season. Yeah, and May, like, May and September are our two most quiet months. Yeah. So now I'm like, well, May's clearly a good time to go, you know. Yes. Um, and so then my other partner came down in October and he was he's very handy. So he was fixing things around the house. Um, and so now I'm going back with a few other friends over New Year's. So I just yeah, I love nice. it. Great. So Betty, is there anything else that you would like people to know about buying real estate in Barbados? Gosh, there's so much to share on our island. Um, I think that, you know, coming here and um, and staying on the island, um, maybe, you know, trying out the West Coast for one stay and trying out the South Coast. Um, one of the things that I think we're so fortunate of in Barbados is that each coast is different. So we're a tiny little island, um, but each coast offers different things. So the West Coast is where a lot of our most premium real estate is. Uh, it's where the Caribbean Ocean is. So it's always flat um, and, you know, beautiful beaches. And then the South Coast, I would say, is more um, a little bit more active. So you've got, um, you know, the ocean with some more waves, fun for um, body surfing or boogie boarding. And I've had some Canadian buyers who, um, you know, they they really could have bought anywhere on the island. And they chose the South because they like to kite surf. Uh, right? right. So, you know, if you're if you're super active and you like stuff like windsurfing or kite surfing, then the South Coast may be may be better for you, you know, mm -hmm. and it's got a little bit more of a casual vibe. Um, right. And then the East Coast is absolutely beautiful. Um, it's very rugged, and that's where the major surfing happens. Um, but the real estate tends to be um, a little bit more basic because upkeep of houses over there is quite difficult. Yeah. Um, however, we have seen increasing demand over there, and there's some pretty wonderful mansions over there as well. And then <laughs> the North is yeah. just the cliffs, you know, um, quite barren. 
So right. I think it's good, you know, if you're a first timer to the island, it, it's important that you kind of understand what each coast offers. And I mean, you know, an agent can help you with that as well, but there's nothing like personal experience. Absolutely. But so with the East Coast, can you even swim over there? One of my favorite things is actually on a low tide day, you go there and they have these huge reef pools okay. that fill up and the water is warm because of the sun. So that's where I swim. Um, during the summer, the uh, the waves do calm down and you can swim in certain areas of the ocean. Okay. But we have a saying in Barbados, the sea ain't got no back door. Right. But we say it, the sea ain't got no back door. And basically, it means make sure that the way you go in is how you come out. Okay. So you have to be careful on that on that side. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think reef pools, perfectly safe. Uh, don't go in the ocean without a local that knows what they're doing. Right. Good advice. <laughs> great advice. And I love that expression. That's awesome. That's great. Well, Betty, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me on the Morrison Report. Um, I can't wait to go down there in a few weeks, but uh, this has been great. Yeah, lovely to see you as always, Devel. Thank you so much. No problem. Thanks. Okay, talk okay. to you later. Bye. Bye.